Headspace Studios is supported by Factor. Y'all, eating better is so much easier with Factor. These ready-to-eat meals are fresh, never frozen, chef-made, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. And they've got something for everyone, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to really make it your own. It's easy. They're delicious. I recommend it. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. So head to factormeals.com headspace50 and use code headspace50 to get 50% off. That's code headspace50 at factormeals.com headspace50 to get 50% off. Hi friends, Robin here, and I have got a game changer for you. Maybe you're like me and you're feeling the winter blues right now. Well, let me tell you about my recent game-changing experience with Brook Linen. I decided to shake off the cold and give my bedroom a complete makeover. How, you ask? Well, with a spring bedding reset, thanks to Brook Linen. So trust me, okay, transforming my room from chilly to cheerful, it was completely simple. All I did was I treated myself to a new Brook Linen duvet and talk about a mood boost. It's like a color refresh for my entire bedroom space. I had no idea that changing linens could make such a big difference. So let's talk about Brooklinen's magic touch, okay? From luxe sateen to classic pre-kale, there is a sheet weave for every type of sleeper. And can we talk about their award-winning sheets made with long staple cotton? I'm talking about saying goodbye to restless nights. And the best part is that Brooklinen's new sheet patterns are inspired by the colors of nature. And and you know what? That makes it a breeze to just bring vibrant energy of spring right into your bedroom. So whether you're starting fresh or you're spicing up your current setup, Brooklinen's customizable bed and bath bundles, they've got you covered. Plus, you are going to save up to 25% when you bundled. Yeah, you heard that right. So let's kick off the spring refresh together. Visit brooklinen.com, that's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, and you're going to use the code DEARHEADSPACE for $20 off your order of $100 or more. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Use promo code DEARHEADSPACE for 20 bucks off. Your bedroom's going to thank you, and so will your mood. Happy sleeping, folks. <laughs> Just because you acknowledge how you're feeling and then you skillfully respond to it, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to magically be all better. Have you ever wished you had a wise meditation teacher on speed dial? Someone you can call after a long day. Someone you could lean on for their advice. Someone to listen and help you to see things differently. Welcome to Dear Headspace. Hello, everyone. Here we are together again for another episode of Dear Headspace, a podcast where I sit down with one of our meditation teachers and we answer your questions about career, love, relationships, mindfulness, basically whatever question is on your mind. I'm Robin Hopkins, and today 
I am overjoyed to be sitting here with you, <laughs> Kesunga. As am I, Robin. I'm overjoyed also. Always a pleasure. I, I truly, and I know I say this every time, but I just look forward to being able to sit here and and share this space with you, answer these questions. It's always it's always just a pure pure joy. It really is. It really is. This does not feel like work, which is really pretty lovely. <laughs> well, normally you and I, this would be a moment where we would. I don't know, talk about our day or answer a question or two. But today, we have something very exciting to share. We got our very first message from someone who they just wanted to share a moment in their lives where they were feeling mindful. How cool is that? Yeah, a mindful moment. No, that's awesome. Right? So we were like, well, we have to share this. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it for us right now. Hey, my name is Liron and I'm from Israel. And I wanted to share a mindful moment um, so a while ago I was finishing eating lunch at work and I was washing my own dishes and being bored and then I told myself why am I being so thrilled about watching waterfalls and water flow from a grand height but I can't be impressed by it and enjoy it when I watch it comes down from the sink while I wash my dishes so ever since then sometimes I try to look at the water while I'm washing dishes and really enjoying the view of it because it is pretty. Of course, sometimes I don't really succeed doing this, but sometimes when it does and I'm really mindful while doing this, so it's really enjoying for me. That's it. Thank you. Oh, I love that. Oh, that was lovely. I resonated with that so much, Robin, because right? I'm, yeah, I'm a, I'm a water person. Me too. It was so just like the most incredible reminder that every moment you can dial in to, and find beauty in in anything. I mean, she found it in the in the faucet, in like tap yeah. water. Like that's yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, no, no, not, absolutely. I, I I would I would be remiss if I didn't mention though, because something that also came up for me with this this, this idea of mindful moments. You know, obviously on the on this platform, dear headspace. The, the mindful moments that we highlight are those of, you know, joy and, and happiness. But remembering mindfulness is not only about those joyous and happy times. So a mindful moment can be those moments also where you are a bit annoyed or a bit uh. overwhelmed or anxious. You know, those are also mindful moments. Also, if you allow yourself to bring your full attention to what is happening in the present moment. No, I think that's a really good point. I'll also say I thought something interesting that she said in there when she was like, it's not all the time, you know, because I, I do think we we shouldn't set ourselves up for like if I'm washing the dishes and I don't, right. you know, right. think of beautiful waterfalls in Hawaii, well, then I'm <laughs> failing miserably. And and, and also allowing, allowing this awareness to, to kind of bleed into any activity, knowing that it could be any activity, whether it's getting dressed or taking a shower, you know, you, you can experience these mindful moments during those times also. Oh, I love it. And, and you know, if anyone else has moments like that, or like what Kisanga was saying as well, like a, where maybe you had a darker moment and you had a realization and you came out of it, feel free to share them sure. with us. You know, we'll, sure. we will share them occasionally. And all you have to do is the link is in the show notes or go to sayhi.chat slash dear headspace and uh, record your moment. Nice. Okay, so let's let's move into the space of answering some questions from our listeners. Are we going to do that? Are you ready, Kesanga? Sounds like a plan. Let's do it. Okay, today we got questions about wanting a break from parenting, 
something that maybe you and I might understand. You know what I'm saying? Escaping negative <laughs> thoughts and how to live in the present, not the past. So right. here is our very first question from Brittany. Hi, my name is Brittany and I'm from Oklahoma. And I was wondering, is it normal or how to get to the center of why I want to escape? I have two kids and a pretty demanding job. And sometimes I just wish a car would hit me in the parking lot or something like that so I can be in the hospital. So there's no obligation to tell my work that I'm going on vacation or tell anyone why I'm doing anything. I'm just being taken care of instead of taking care of other people. So, yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, Brittany, I, I feel you. I, I'm sure I speak for most parents out there. We feel you. You are Absolutely. you are not alone. You are oh not alone. Br Brittany is in what you call the space of overwhelm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like you said, Robin, we we we've all been there. We we've all been there. You know, I, I was I was curious where she was going when she first mentioned getting hit by the car, but then I understood. Yeah, quite quickly. <laughs> yeah, that feeling of being taken care of. It's a magical feeling. Right? And she also said in there, I don't want to have to ask for time off from work. Like she just wants yeah. it to appear. I remember in the height of COVID, my wife and she said that there was this whole thing going around these, on this mom board that she checks in on where they were all just like hoping for COVID so they could shut the door and be wow. alone. And no yeah. one could. Like it's there. there's that taking away of – the pressure of having to ask for the time that you need. So it's like if you have COVID or if you're in the hospital, there's nothing that anybody can say. You just get what you need and the door is closed. And because so I think it's Robin. hard, right? It's yeah. hard for some people to ask for what they need. Yeah, no, no, it is. It is. And and I think that's why it's so important to really pay attention to what you're experiencing each moment. Yeah. Right. So so the question is, how do I know? when I'm in this space of overwhelm before I even get to this threshold point, right? One clue might be the desire to get hit by a car. <laughs> that so would that, be just a little <laughs> bit of a clue. So I, I, know, I, don't, I don't know. A few tips come to mind when, when, when dealing with this, this idea of, of overwhelm. So the first one um, is something that I think is so important, and that's just simply checking in with yourself periodically during the day, like literally pausing and stopping and saying, okay, how am I feeling right now mm -hmm. physically? What sensations are going through my body? What am I thinking? Just really just stop. It doesn't have to be anything long. It doesn't have to be a 10-minute thing, literally one to three minutes. And you don't have to be in a space of feeling stressed either. Even if you're feeling perfectly okay, maybe, you know, you're in the middle of doing your work or about to feed the, the toddler, whatever it is you're doing, just pausing. Okay. How am I, how am I feeling right now? Yeah. Right? That yeah. checking in, that pause can allow you to reground yourself, keep you in that space, that mindful space. Yeah. Right? So I, that, that's, that's one thing I would highly, highly recommend. And the practice of that, Kisanga, because like, you know, we're both parents, like it all gets away from you. 
Like it's just, it's so hectic. It's so chaotic. So easily. It, yeah. So like building so in that easily. routine, like yeah. of checking in is important. Exactly. And I love that you said that, that routine. So making it a routine, just like everything else is a routine, you know, make that part of the routine also. Also this idea of, of taking breaks. I'm talking about real breaks, like the, the, the big breaks, AKA vacations. You know, mm-hmm. if you if you are in the space, if you're able to take a vacation, fit those into your into your calendar. You know, those are so important. I don't know if there's anything more magical <laughs> than laying on a beach. For me, for me, it's oh, the beach. You know, for me, right. other people might have different other favorites. For me, it's the beach. Yeah, just literally laying on the beach and just doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. And so, yeah, taking taking that break. It doesn't have to be a big break. Okay, so let's take a small break during the day, going out for a, a nice walk. Yep. When you get home from, from work, you know, I heard Brittany say she has a busy day at work, taking a warm bath, you know, it, you know if she's able to. But, yeah, just take, taking those breaks, um, yep. big or small. And, of course, the, the, the last thing I, w- I would say, just circling it right back to the practice. Um, I'm curious what Brittany's practice looks like. Yeah. Remembering that that consistent um, meditation practice, it, it goes a long way just in, in regards to stress resiliency. Yeah. And also being able to to organically recognize when it's necessary to yeah. take that break or yeah. to check in with yourself, right? Yeah. That, that consistent practice is, is, is always key. Yeah. And you know, that's all wonderful. That is all wonderful. I would add in, because I think one part of Brittany's question was, how do I get to the center of it, of what is going on? And I think to a certain extent, it's obvious that it's like you're a parent and it's, it's, it's a really difficult job. And I don't know that anyone really tells you or if you can ever fully be prepared for how difficult parenting can be. So, I would, I would, I'm always for journaling or for talking to mm. a therapist or, you mm-hmm, know, talking mm-hmm. to other moms, like safe spaces where you oh, can, I because I think especially for moms, there can be this pressure of perfection. And so mm. finding a safe space where you can vent and talk about, you know, yeah. like I had a difficult time with my son today, um, you know, and I sometimes need to talk about that. Like having a space to say those things without judgment is important. And and if you don't have a a community built up in that way, journaling is a great place to start. And then I would tell you to look for that community. Ditto to all of that, Robin. I I totally agree. Yeah. I I think moms are special because they they have a a, a different um, stance when it comes to parenting. And you know, and on top of that, coupled with Brittany saying that she has a demanding job. That's a lot. It's a lot. It is. It's a lot. So there's one point in Brittany's question. She's talking about whether she can or can't do these things, like asking for time off from work, like she just wants it to happen to her. What are what are your thoughts on that? What I'm hearing from Brittany is that she she has this desire to be taken care of and ha- having this desire to be pulled out of this overwhelming situation because she may or may not feel like she can deal with it. But what I would say to you, Brittany, is to really bring your full attention to the notion and to the reality that you are dealing with it in this moment right now. Yeah. You are taking care of things. You are taking care of your children. You are handling your demanding job. So giving yourself a pat on the back for that also. Yeah, for sure. 
and 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 also moving into the space of your self care and well being. Um, so if you need to demand that time off from work um, to take that break, Absolutely. allowing yourself to do that, yeah, you know, having the um, the fortitude to be able to do that. Yeah, and that you, it's okay for you to ask for what you need. Absolutely. I think sometimes as parents, we we are so used to putting the kids' needs in front of our own that we forget that we're the foundation of the house. And if we're not taking care of ourselves, Preach. everything cracks. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And that and sometimes that can be hard to hear or hard to embrace, but it's so real, Robin. I love yeah. that you said that. Yeah. You know, you have to take care of yourself. We are with you, Brittany. Um, we're sending love and support. And good luck. Let us let us know everything's okay. Yeah, touch back with us, always. All right. Well, let's head into our next question. Here we go. Okay. Dear Headspace, my name is Sven and I am from the Netherlands. I've been struggling with worrying and stressful thoughts lately. For example, I'm 20 years old and money can be an issue for me sometimes. It stresses me out. I also live with my parents still and I don't have a good relationship with them. It also stresses me out. I try to let these thoughts go when they arise and I try to focus on what is going well in my life, but then it feels like I'm closing my eyes for the problem and I'm running away from it, while in the back of my head I know very well that these negative emotions are still present. Maybe I'm approaching this the wrong way. I was hoping you guys could help me and hopefully also others. Thank you very much. Much love. And that's so sweet how he wanted to just not just help himself, but help others. What a lovely yeah, way to I ask like that, that question. Yeah, no, thank you for your questions, Fen. We've all been there or we're all going to be there mm-hmm. at, at, at some point. 20 years old. It can be a magical time and it can also be a scary time. Yeah. And a stressful time. And it sounds like that's where, you know, that's where you're, that's where you're struggling with. So I, I would just first say um, you're not alone. We all go through these you know, 20-year-old predicaments of being broke, dealing with parents <laughs> and their own issues, you know. So be gentle with yourself. Totally be gentle. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with uh, the journey. And just, just being aware of when you're in that space of judging. Um, so with that being said, this idea of, um, I heard you say that you, that you worry, that you're in a space of worry and stressful thoughts. Whenever I hear that, the idea of storytelling comes to mind. Mm-hmm. So I'm just really very curious, Sven, as to what stories you're telling yourself. What stories are you telling yourself about how how you're supposed to be or what position you're supposed to be in yeah. at 20 years old? And if that doesn't match up, then you're in that space of reacting and judging and worry and stress. Yeah. You know, so oftentimes we, we, we behave and we act based on what we think or how we think things are supposed to be. Yeah. Versus how they actually are. So that kind of speaks to this idea of acceptance also. You know, are, are you allowing yourself to accept, you know, that you're 20 years old and there's going to be some money issues, which is perfectly okay. It's perfectly yep. normal. And you're having some issues with your parents, it sounds like. So, yeah, just just being aware of that resistance of not accepting. Doesn't mean that you have to like it. Yeah. But are you accepting it? And what kind of stories are you telling yourself, Sven? That's so interesting. I'm just so fascinated by that, by the idea of, like, accepting. But what comes in for me, and I'm interested to hear what you say about this, is, like, 
I mean, I'm a bit of a runner, right? When I don't like things, like I'm like, I got to get out of this situation. You know, so I'm feeling like, I want I want him to accept it, but at the same time I'm like, but get out of that house. But I know that that's coming from from my own anxiety personally. So it's like, how do I find that line of accepting where I am right now, but having this idea that I want to move over to this other place that I think might actually be a little like I might be a little more happy than where I am right now. How does that line up with acceptance? Yeah. So remembering acceptance is not the the be all end all, right? Acceptance is is almost like the first step, right? So once you're in that space of acceptance, that allows you to see things in a more, um, with, with more clarity versus being in the space of non-accepting. Now you're in a space of worry. And if you're in that space of worry and stressful thoughts, then you're not going to be able to see that path that will allow you to move into that space that you desire. Yeah, that you makes know, sense. Because you know, everything yeah. is is foggy. Every everything is is kind of foggy with that worry. Yeah, and there's nothing ever constructive with worry. Yeah, you know, no. I, 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 you you will never hear someone say, "Oh, you're having a, a certain issue." Oh, you know what? You should go home and worry about that. <laughs> you know, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna ever say it's that. It's gonna really know? move you through this. Just yeah. go spend some time worrying. It's gonna be great. Exactly. I remember a teacher once said, worry is a meditation on shit. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Yes, that's so accurate. You know, what, what I did hear, what I did hear Sven say is that he tries to focus on the things that are going well. Now, now you're dealing in some, some solution focus space now, right? So the worry yeah. is there, right? The stressful thoughts are there. But at the same time, he's, you know, so, so he's kind of sp- moving into a space of gratitude. You know, let me, let me focus on what is going well right now. So I would lean on that more, right? I would lean yeah. on more and more into that space, knowing that this, this um, dichotomy can exist. I think sometimes the fuel between those two varying different things can propel you forward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, because so keeping in mind, there's nothing wrong. I, you know, I don't, I just, in, just in the space of non-judging, there's nothing wrong with worrying. There's nothing wrong with having stressful thoughts. We're going to all be in that space at some point. Yeah. Yeah. The idea is to be aware of it. Be like, okay, now as Sven does, let me focus on what, what is going well right now. Yeah. You know, maybe even jotting those things down. You know, you spoke before about like a, a gratitude journal or journaling. Yeah. You know, that could be something that 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 would be helpful. That's interesting. You know, it's so funny because like last week we're getting ready for an international trip and I just had this little like God moment where I was like, I better, I better just triple check all the passports. <laughs> and like, sure enough, my son's passport's expiring before that six month window. And, you know, some countries d- won't let you in. If yeah. And I was like, oh, and I had a I had an outburst. It wasn't my proudest moment. But then <laughs> I was like, all right, so I can either like you're saying, accept that this has happened mm-hmm. and or I can completely just sit here and panic myself. And for the for first time ever in a very long time, <laughs> I was able to be like, I'm not doing that. I'm not choosing that. And I chose <laughs> to just calm myself down and just go about. And, and in that space, I was able to research some more things. I was able to and then I was able to just go about my my, my week and a half and I didn't lose it to panic. For sure. No, no. And that's that that. that 
kind of speaks to the idea of um, just just being present with and sitting with whatever discomfort it is. Yeah, that you that 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 you're experiencing. And I do also want to mention that you know, just because you acknowledge how you're feeling, and then you skillfully respond to it, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to magically be all better. Yeah. Right. So really paying attention to that expectation also. Yeah. And remember, just like we said to Brittany, it's all just a phase. That applies to us, too. In your 20s, they certainly can be very angsty. I mean, Lord, I remember some angst during that time. But it's, <laughs> it, it's they'll end up also being some pretty amazing years as well. For sure. For sure. So, Sven, thank you for your question. That was absolutely wonderful. And, and good luck. It's going to get better. We're with you. This too shall pass. <laughs> Okay, let's head right into our next question with Valerie. Hello, dear Headspace. My name is Valerie and I am from Slovenia. I tend to have trouble living in the present moment. I get quite anxious about the past and always think about past experiences. It's like I'm living in the past. What can I do to focus more on the now and on every new day that is coming for me? Thank you so much. Oh, such a such a great question, Valerie. Thank you for thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, and once again, it's it's something that we can all relate to. Yes, that is. This has <laughs> been a very relatable episode. Yeah, you're speaking to to, to Mister Nostalgia over here. <laughs> I am so nostalgic. So uh, you know, thinking about the past and reveling in it. I actually, you know, real talk. I actually allow myself space to just sit and reflect, mindfully reflect on certain events or a certain time period in my life. What does that look like? What does that look like for you? Like, um, all right, so, so for instance, the other, this was a couple of, uh, actually a few weeks ago. Um, I needed to make a decision about something. And so I, I remember like when I was graduating from grad school, I was in that space where it was like I was at a crossroads. I could either go left or right. And so I just sat and I remember I, I did some contemplating during that time. So I just sat and I said, you know, let me give myself a few moments to just sit and think about, you know, how it was at that time, what I was feeling at that time, you know, and how I can relate that to what I'm dealing with now. You know, so, yeah, so I just allowed myself that time to to just sit and, and mindfully reflect. And it sounds like, you know, for, for Valerie that, you know, she has a lot of thoughts and experiences that she is replaying yeah in 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 her mind you know so i I would i would encourage you i would invite you not to judge yourself or think that something is wrong with you valerie yeah you know so that's 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 the first thing um and also keeping in mind that you know the mind is a is an interesting animal you know (laughs) it's gonna do what it wants to do sometimes um if i tell you if i tell you not to think of an apple yeah, What's no, the first it's just an problem? apple. No. Yeah. Right, right. It's just if I tell apple. myself right. to go to sleep like last night, boy, how'd that, how'd that go? <laughs> Not so well. Exactly. And so sometimes you have to just allow yourself to not try to control the mind mm-hmm. and literally just be aware of what's, what's flowing through it. You know, okay, right now, I'm noticing that this thought or this 
um, particular feeling, whatever it is that's happening is, is flowing through my mind. And it's that, that awareness in and of itself can prevent yourself from going down that rabbit hole where those thoughts really just kind of take over. Yeah, yeah. Versus, you know, fighting or, or, or resisting those thoughts. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking about this again. Oh, no, let me, all right, let me bring myself back into the moment. I'm, you know, and, <laughs> and just, just going back and forth like a tug of war almost. You know, that, that tug of war is what's creating the, uh, what can be creating the, the, the stress and the, the angst that you're experiencing, Valerie. It's almost like you're talking about being intentional about not trying to do too much with it. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Which feels like an oxymoron, but it's not. Yeah, it's, it's, it is paradoxical, but it, it's really not. I think you'll notice oftentimes when we allow ourselves to, with mindful awareness, to sit with whatever is present, whether it's a strong emotion, yeah, whether it's a physical discomfort, or in this case, whether it's just very um, like running thoughts, as, yeah. as, as Valerie is expressing, that mindful awareness in and of itself can prevent it from escalating. Interesting. I, I, would, I would see how that feels for you, Valerie. And something that I heard you say is that um, you get anxious when you do think of the past. So that can be a, a, a prompt, if you will, or a, a sign. Hmm. Right? So, so recognizing that also, when you notice that anxiety creeping up, like for myself, it doesn't create anxiety for me to think of, of the past. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, I can, you know, if I allow it, the past will take me away. Yeah, you're <laughs> right? watching a fun movie. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but for you, Valerie, it sounds like it sounds like when you think of the past, some anxiety comes about. So that could be a sign. Boom. Okay, wow. I'm feeling that anxiety. Let me pause for a moment. Let me let me let me stop right here right now. Yeah. I can't help but wonder, like, should there be some exploration of what's going on, whether it be with a therapist or with a friend or with a journal, like to to figure out, you know, maybe what's happening in real time right now that you either want to get away from or what's happening in the past that is still with you? I, ho I wholeheartedly agree. And, uh, and I think that's, you know, no noticing what it is, what, what thoughts from the past are pulling at her attention so strongly yeah. can, can be beneficial to process. And, that, and you're right. That's where, that's where um, therapy can play a, a huge, a huge role here. And as far as benefiting, you know, just processing what's, what's, what's going on yeah. uh, with, with Valerie. Cause Valerie or not, whether it's anyone else, I just think sometimes like yeah. trauma stays with us. And I, I sometimes feel like when there is deep trauma, like all of these tools of meditation stuff, they're helpful, but I don't want to say that they're a Band-Aid, but they're, they could be on top of trauma that's underneath that still needs to be healed. So when I was, when I was doing therapy, it was, my therapeutic approach was based in mindfulness. And mindfulness being, you know, focusing on what's present, what's here yeah. right now, and that mindful reflecting piece, mm -hmm. right? So with almost all of my clients, I, I would have a moment where we would sit and mindfully reflect together. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's it's so necessary, especially in a situation like this where she's so clear that she's living in the past. Yeah. And it's, an, and it's creating anxiety. Okay, so you're living in the past. I hear you say you're living in the past and that is creating anxiety. 
all right, let's sit for a moment and let's mindfully process what are those thoughts that are coming up for you from the past? What are those experiences? And like you said, like, obviously we don't know, but it might be something dealing with a traumatic event. Yeah. Right. It might be something that, that happened in her childhood or happened during when she was a teenager. Right. So we, 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 we don't know. But um, but it's something. Yeah. You know, so so it, 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 that mindful reflection um, is something that that I would definitely do if if I had if I had Valerie as my client. So. So, yeah, I, Valerie, if it's if it's possible, allowing yourself to maybe seek out um, some some therapy to to um, just to help you process what, what what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. That's just all just fantastic advice. And, and Valerie, <laughs> we you know, we hope that. We hope that you're able to take that in and and use it in whatever way feels best for you. So, Valerie, no, thank you so much for that question. Again, we all can relate to it. And and, and just before we head off, just just a reminder that those moments of intentional mindful reflection, where you just give yourself permission. You know, right now, I am going to allow myself to just sit with these thoughts, mindfully reflect. Um, and just notice, noticing what comes up, whether it's regret, whether it's nostalgia, you know, whatever comes up from the past, giving yourself that permission to observe what presents itself without judgment. It goes a long way. Now, of course. But. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll just say and, right? <laughs> and allowing yourself that time. And once that time comes to an end, then allowing yourself to move on. So I usually give myself just, you know, just for the sake of full transparency, I give myself 10 minutes. 10 minutes is, for me, that that's what tends to do well for me. Anything over 10 minutes, and I'm diving down that <laughs> rabbit hole, right? <laughs> 10 minutes is that sweet spot for me. And, but once that, those 10 minutes pass, when it come, once it comes and goes, then I, I intentionally, okay, let me come back to the present moment and and continue on so yeah just just giving you that giving yourself that space and that grace can can be everything valerie well i those were just some absolutely terrific questions they really were they really were they were so relatable as always and that's what i really love about these questions that we that that we receive they're so relatable something that everyone experiences in life at some point or the other just based on what we're talking about today the Headspace app has excellent meditations. Two that really popped up for me during today's conversation was one meditation called Finding Calm that I think would be um, really helpful. And then we have the Managing Anxiety course, which I think would be um, also very powerful. Yeah, no, those sound wonderful. And I do have to say thank you to our callers today, Brittany, Sven, Valerie, and a special shout out to Liron for that sending us that mindful moment. I, those were all that just set the episode up perfectly. Don't you think, Kisunga? Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you are listening at right now and you are dying to ask us a question, all you have to do is head to sayhi.chat slash dearheadspace, record your question, and it comes right to us. It's perfect. The link is in the show notes as well. And if we use your question on the show, you're going to get three months of Headspace for free. And as you know, each week, what we like to do is we like to leave you with the opportunity to just pause and reflect on what you just heard here today. 
And this time is set just for you to transition from this moment to the very next moment in your day. So today, as you listen to the ocean at dusk, let your mind do whatever it wants to do. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy. And be kind to each other and to yourself. Dear Headspace is a Headspace Studios original podcast. It's produced by Robin Hopkins, Ash Jones, and Scott Sorensen. It's executive produced by Morgan Selzer, Sarah Cohen, Baron Farmar, and Danny Christamy. It's hosted and produced by Robin Hopkins, Kesanga Giscombe, Dora Kamau, Samantha Snowden, and Eve Lewis Prieto. Sound recording and post-production is by Dan Kroll. Music is by Scott Sorensen and Chris Merguia. And a very special thanks to Colleen Lutz. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.